Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. to the Star Companion podcast. Um, it's a very important episode today because Zach and I are actually in the same room together. What? What? We actually live um, many miles from each other, countries away, Con- oceans. Yeah, oceans. Um, but we make this podcast happen for you guys because it's really important to us. Yeah, so we were, uh, to let you behind the curtain, doing it on Skype. Yeah. Because we live, I lived in Hollywood and... David lives in another planet, Mars, and uh, Riza. I was gonna say Riza, and um, as your planet, but I just moved out here, and so now we're together. We are. The oh, the chemistry is there now. That was special. It was, and you know, for those of you that have been wondering, hey, where the fuck have the podcast been? I've been moving. Yeah. <laughs> and this kind of impromptu little yeah. recording session right here is is well, it's post move, but Zachy's still getting he's still getting settled in. So yeah, we got to make it work. That and you know, it's like we got to get we got to get these fucking episodes out. That's right, we do for uh, for all you beautiful people out there. For the people. All right. Um. So we did. Well, no, tell them about the podcast first. That's usually the take it away. Yeah, let me tell you about our podcast that we have here. Um, This is your first time listening. This is the Star Companion, the SS Star Companion. and um, It's the premiere. Yeah, I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. (laughs) And we're just two dudes who really love Star Trek, and, um, you know, we are the premiere Star Trek podcast. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Say it. I did. And... uh, (laughs) We're gonna be tracking through uh, Star Trek episode by episode, or star date by star date, um, one episode at a time. And um, if this is your first time listening to us, we encourage you to go back and listen from the beginning because um, you know this is a journey for both us, and uh, it should be a journey for you as well. Uh, a fun, pleasurable journey. The only the kind of pleasure you can get on a pleasure planet. 
like Ryza. Funny you mentioned that because today we're going to be reviewing <laughs> episode or season one, episode twenty-five of Enterprise. It's called uh, Two Days and Two Nights." Yeah, start at o two one eight two one five point two. Beautiful. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. It is. I guess right off the bat, before we get into the uh, synopsis of it, so it is directed by Michael Dorn. And yes. The reason that I was trying, I, I thought about telling you before this, was it's so funny that Michael Dorn's doing it because he has an episode on DS9 when he's with Jadzia Dax. Okay. Good old Zach brings up DS9 <laughs> every time he can. Uh, it, it, where he goes there. For with Jedzia and Jedzia's in um, you know swim clothes wants to have you know you need to mm-hmm. relax Worf you need to do something yeah Worf wears his goddamn Starfleet uniform the whole time <laughs> that's right yeah and proceeds to um, join a like rising cult of people who want to take <laughs> away the pleasure for the people on the planet because apparently the weather on the planet Ryza is um, controlled okay and so naturally that planet's not gorgeous. Yeah. But they control the weather. Oh, okay. And so the whole plan was to fuck up the way the weather works there and he got deep into it and let, you know, <laughs> Jetsia go do something and kind of had a uh, crisis of conscience at That's the end. That's funny. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucking hilarious I think, the fact that he got that. I think I have seen that episode actually. It's That's, hilarious. It's like, they're like super bohemian and they like walk around like semi-nude, right? No, not this cult. Oh, okay. No, the cult is not having it. No, bro. I mean the people on the planet. Do. Oh, yeah. 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 You yeah. know, you put the idol out. <laughs> you know, I forget what it's called, but, you know. Yeah. You put the idol out, and it basically means... You know, uh, I think Riker gave one to Picard in The Next Generation. Okay. They go, here, put this out, John Luke. Yeah. You know, maybe you'll have a good time. You know, because Picard's whole plan was to just read as one does as a starship captain and as you know funny that's what archer did yeah oh you sure. know maybe i'll just i'll just bring you do some reading <laughs> i'll just do some reading out there need to catch up on my reading you gotta fuck dog <laughs> you do gotta fuck that's, dog <laughs> you know <laughs> that's what you gotta do out there you do um you know and there's there's a little bit of fucking in this episode um which we will get to but um basically the synopsis of this episode is um the crew eventually arrives finally at Ryza just Ryza I was going to say Ryza 4 um and they've been trying to get there for two episodes now mm-hmm. but they got kind of circumvented by the Sulaban and all been and uh the desert dwelling people from previous episode you know where they're playing uh, desert lacrosse that was fun oh yeah yeah with that one guy yeah, the one guy that's... That's right, desert lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, they finally get to uh, Ryza, and um, prior to the episode, you don't see this, but uh, everybody on the crew draws straws to see who's going to go down to Ryza, and uh, Archer draws a straw, Malcolm, Reed, and Trip draw a straw, and uh, Hoshi also mm-hmm. draws a straw. David's favorite. Hoshi. Yeah. Oh, man. My space crush. Wow, and, space crush. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? So basically, the whole episode follows their uh, their adventures or misadventures, if you will, on the pleasure planet of Ryza. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it relatively early on, it opens up with uh, Dad saying, "I shouldn't be going down to some pleasure planet." <laughs> Come on, dude. 
you gotta get down on that pleasure planet, bro. You, you, know, you gotta fuck, dude. You gotta fuck. <laughs> you gotta fuck, dude. You know what's funny is like T'Pol has really been pushing this for him. Yeah. She's like, you really need to get down there and you need to you need to fuck. I have a theory. Go ahead. Go. Uh, well, there's been a lot of complaints because he, he keeps jerking off in the showers and in the and in the mess hall. People keep seeing him, but like, what are you gonna do? You know? Yeah. He he can't control it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so to you know everyone's confiding into Paul. He's a serial public jerker. <laughs> and. Um, but also captain, you know, yeah. there's the classic, you know, the dichotomy. It's a conundrum. It is. And I, I promise this won't turn into a dick joke episode like <laughs> the fucking come one box a lot. <laughs> but he doesn't want to go down there. No. And then uh, I forget who, oh, so T'Pol doesn't get to go. No. You know, and, you know, T'Pol says something to Trip, like, you know, have a good time, you know, and Trip goes, oh, I'm sorry, you can't go. I'll bring you a souvenir. <laughs> yes, dude. Bring a souvenir to the fucking alien who's been already. Right. <laughs> nice. Or if by souvenir, maybe he means like a, 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 a venereal disease from space. Mm-hmm. You know? Space venereal disease. Yeah. Venereal disease. I wonder if Phlox would have a cure for that. I'm sure he would. I'm sure he's got a leech for it. <laughs> That's something I really like about... Uh, <laughs> Some sort of bat. Yeah, exactly. Some bat. Guana. Guano. So... Oh, you know what? There's a fourth person. Uh, no, yeah, Travis also pulls a straw and gets to go down. So yeah, and Travis is gonna go fucking rock climb. Yeah. I mean, I get having hobbies and shit, but I thought it was a pleasure planet to relax. Yeah. Um, try hard. <laughs> yeah. What a one-dimensional character who they keep shoehorning fun things that he does. <laughs> That's so true. They try so hard with him. He's a try hard. He is a try hard. Try so hard. So I must say that I, uh, uh, I really respect a man who talks to his dogs. <laughs> Why did he take the dog? Yeah. This is a, this is a recurring theme for me. I'm not happy with a man bringing his fucking dog to alien planets. At least this one we know is fine. But prior episodes, he's bringing his goddamn dog to a planet where they... I mean, and drinking the fucking water. Yeah. You know, it's just not safe. I'm just not... You know, no doggy bags, you know. Is that just taken care of on Ryza, you think? Okay, so I had another thought. You think Porthos has, like, little wee-wee pads in his little... Little doggy pads? Yeah. Yeah, where does he take a shit? I don't know if they take him with a holodeck and they just... Oh, they don't have the holodeck yet. <laughs> That's right. They don't have a holodeck. I was going to say he shits in there and they turn off the hollow emitters and there's just a pile of shit and that's how they clean it up. Uh, so, I don't know. Go ahead. I love that theory. That's such a great theory. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, how many, I, here's something that doesn't get explored in Star Trek. Yeah. And... You know, I just wonder, do other aliens have animals as pets? That's a good question. I mean, the, the Klingons have their little weird boar-wolf hybrid thing mm-hmm. Yeah, that they use to... Doesn't it, like, kill the, kill the live food and then they eat it? It's definitely a scary little monster. Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> this alien had the alien that, that Archer met um had a dog also had a dog yeah. okay 
So, okay, and I'm glad we're there. That was a great segue. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Attack. So, so the girl down the way, the woman down the way that he sees on his non-sexual trip to Riza, <laughs> he looks down, and there's she's got a dog. Yeah. A, a dog, dog from Earth. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, how? How, how was that not the tip-off? Oh, hey, you look human, and my God, is this, like, a, a dog from Earth? How the fuck did you get here? Are you human? Yeah. That was my first thought. And so they paint her up with some, like, makeup on the side, <laughs> some pseudo-alien shit, but she looks mostly human, and yet she has a fucking dog that, you know, is directly related to a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tell, everybody. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that really annoyed me as well. Um, Come on, Dad. The only way I could maybybe rationalize it is she ends up being... Is she a... She's a Tarothan? Double agent or something like that? I don't remember. Sent there to tail Archer. And so maybe, you know, in their fucked up minds, they're like, what do humans like? That's right. Dogs. They have wolves on the planet. Let's oh, let's breed one. got a dog. It's perfect for fucking <laughs> uh, We'll have the dogs fuck, and then... You know, they won't fuck, but they'll do, like, things that mom mom and dad do on vacation. Oh. Oh. Hula dancing classes. Line dancing, hula dancing. Stepping out in the water. Shuffleboard, stepping out into the water. <laughs> Did you notice the telescope? So, he invites Archer, or Archer invites her over. Yeah. They're, you know, talking, and he, he goes through the telescope somehow. Mm-hmm. manages to know exactly where fucking earth is from some <laughs> unknown planet that he's never yeah exactly and finds it in the fucking telescope and then when you're really looking at the telescope yeah you think they took that from a pier that's a 20th century fucking like pier telescope it is you had to put a, a, a quarter in it to use it <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think they got it from rei where they got the camping gear <laughs> Excellent take. It's a real throwaway, uh, yeah. you know, show. It's it's too bad because Enterprise is great, but the prop department was weak, son. Yeah, this episode had a lot of holes in it. Um, I thought it was funny, you know. At first, I mean, first, so they split off into basically four or five different story arcs, right? Yes. You have Mayweather goes down, rock climbs, breaks his leg comes back comes back early and all we see is him going down hey i'm gonna go rock climbing okay bye travis and then it's like i broke my leg send a shuttle immediately help and uh he gets taken to a hospital down there and they give him something he's allergic to and then there's this whole side story with flocks which i don't really even want to examine it was fun but um like the rest of this episode almost completely unnecessary yeah almost completely unnecessary total throwaway episode yeah and then you got trip looking like he came right out of miami vice right you know what was funny is is the way they were setting up trip and reed was you knew they were going to strike out (laughs) dude i told you they telegraphed this episode yeah the first five minutes they did you know they 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 make it seem like trip and reed are going to go have this like crazy sex yeah and um they get down there and they get cornered by two agents and uh, hoodwinked and stripped of their clothes and that's about how they spend their little vacation mm-hmm. trapped in some cellar trapped in some dirty cellar stripped of their space credits and their uniforms 
Not, not even uniforms, uniforms uh, uh, leisure suits, suits actually. On the, on the, <laughs> on the topic of plot holes, yeah. yeah. So, no one in the Federation, like, gets paid. I understand they're not Federation. Yeah. And so I have this constant wonder when people go... So, in most episodes, you know, mm-hmm. people trade for goods? Yeah. Do you think sex on Ryza is just a trade for goods, or do you have to pay for it? I don't know how bohemian they are. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah, yeah there is no money exchange. Like, if you don't go down with money, is that, like, something that that enterprise arranges, like, beforehand? Like, we're going to put, like... Our government will pay. We'll put $3,000 on your space credit account, you know. How do they get alcohol? How do they buy that? Yeah. You know? Good question. How long you get a pina colada if you don't have any money? Yeah. Exactly. I bet 10 bucks. Trip was drinking space mint juleps. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. What uh, what, what would you think Reed's drink would be? He looks like a uh, he looks like a martini man. I'd say. Oh, for sure, a martini man. Martini man. A martini man. So, I would like to say I really like '90s, early 2000s <laughs> TV versions of space bars. Like I do bars. too. The future bar is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. They're just scantily clad women and, uh... Bad dance music. Bad dance music. (laughs) Space (laughs) bar. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, that's... Do you think... Go ahead. They're they're playing playing that song that the, uh... That 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 band band plays in Star Star Wars. (laughs) You know, you have a pretty good ability to just come up and sing songs like that, get the themes. Yeah. The minute I think about a song, I can't recreate it. <laughs> I can never ever recreate it. Yeah. Do you think? Oh, go ahead. No, no go, go ahead. ahead. Do you think Archer's love interest even has any feelings or understanding about him saying, "Well, my science officer thinks I need a break," and the reason why I ask this question is, mm. presumably, they don't know each other. Right. And she goes, "What are you doing on Riza?" And he says. Well, my science officer thinks I need a break. My, my science officer told me to get out of the house, if you know what I mean, the old ball and chain. How many people have science officers, though? <laughs> yeah. Is this like a, you know, I mean, is this a family spot, too? Yeah. He could have been from anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Is the assumption that he's a starship captain because he's a science officer? Yeah, he there's... He talks like this. <laughs> He, he doesn't, doesn't even, even you know, try, try to come, come up, up with a cover story. story. No, as if that's regular. Is, yeah. is what bothers me. I mean, yeah. No, my science officer. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> you know, and and it's something I think you don't think about because you're watching it, and you're like, well, yeah, Paul did say that. Yeah. But if I was that woman, and I didn't know who he was, science officer, dude. Kind of smoky blow up my ass. Yeah, I mean, leave it to the star companion to really take the take the the happy out of out of a really fun episode. <laughs> so the 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 third uh, person that we get to see their little story arc is is Hoshi. She goes down there. She says she's she doesn't want to use her universal translator. She wants to uh, get back to her roots and translate in the moment. You know. And so she's down there and she ends up meeting some dude and. Uh, they have assignations, and, and that's, that's that's Hoshi's little trip. And, the rest uh, is history. God, God bless her. her. I mean, uh, she got it in, dude. She was yeah. the only one to get it in. She, she was, was, yeah. Now, and lucky, lucky guy. <laughs> it's one lucky As guy. As I was watching this episode, I thought, my God, 
She's perfect for you. Yeah, she's perfect. She's just at a coffee shop, dude. Doing smart things. Studying for some exam. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. I love her. So, how would you rate... How would you rate Dad's flirting on a scale from 1 to, you know, 10? Dad, Dad shot, shot a shot, shot you know? know. He did shoot a shot. <laughs> he, he shot a shot. shot. Um, you yeah, know, when, when you're a good-looking good chappy like Dad, Dad is, you know, you can, you can just, women will just come over to your room and, oh, my God, my dog's here. Sorry about that. Whoa, sorry about my earth dog, human. Human. Whole premise of that was ridiculous. Yeah. And Trip and Reed are just fools. They're, They're fools. fools. Tryhards. Um, I think the best line of the whole episode was, have you ever seen an alien hospital? <laughs> yes, in San Francisco. That's right. Which I think is genius. Have, have you, you ever seen, seen an alien hospital? 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 Actually, yeah, yeah like, like six, six episodes ago when, when we were trying to cure that, that plague. plague. Ah, on Dear Doctor, remember that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally the whole crew was in that hospital. hospital. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was actually a really good line, line. <laughs> to Paul, because we're aliens to them, you know? Yeah. No, exactly, and that's a sense of, like, going behind the curtain, Yeah, yeah. you know, of what it's like to be a, uh, on the first, you know, I keep wanting to say Federation, but Earth ship, yeah, yeah. Starship. Yeah, yeah. and, um, <clears> you know, like, like we've been, been alluding to this whole episode, episode Dad... Dad's story arc involves this woman that he meets, uh, kind of next to him, next to his hotel room, and uh, they kind of get along pretty well. But he figures out that she's a uh, she's a Trothan spy, and she's trying to find out about the Sulaban because because the Sulaban because apparently they they blew up her her um her home planet or or some shit like that killed killed her husband or whatever. Something sad. Something. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, this, you could take it or leave it. doesn't matter. Again, this is just a throwaway yeah. episode. But, you know, some, some important information about the temporal cold war comes out, which is, uh, you know, the man, the, the wispy man that we've seen in previous episodes talking to uh, Selick is actually from the future, which, you know, if you haven't guessed that by now, you might be a bit of a fool. But, I mean, it kind of confirms that. that. But if you're listening to us and didn't know that, you're our fool. And we love you. Yeah. yeah. Fools, fools for you. And, and we're fools, fools for your money, money as well, so, so if you'd like, like to uh, contribute, contribute to our Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> That's a great segue. Yeah. yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> we, we do have a Patreon, Patreon though. Um, yeah, and... I guess we'll just wrap it up. Yeah, yeah that's, that's about, about all we have to say. The episode, it all works out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, we have a Patreon. This we is do. Star Companion. We're on YouTube. We're on all major platforms. You can email us at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. Tell, tell us, us you're hap- happy, happy to have us back. back. And for the, uh, yeah, tell us you're happy to have us back. And for the couple gifts that we got to send out, we're finally going to send them out. I, I had everything packed. Yeah. yeah. And I've been moving again. I'm so sorry, but thank you all for listening. And yeah. fans of the Star Companion, we do honestly love and cherish your support. And, and we, we will be reviewing the Reanimator here very shortly. Shout out to our, our boy Trent. 
haven't, haven't forgotten, forgotten about you, buddy. Troy. Yeah, yeah Troy. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, Sorry Trent, Tra- Troy. Troy. <laughs> uh, again, it's been a couple weeks. Thank you yeah. all. Love, Love you, Troy. Troy. Take care of yourself. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.